Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. One of the promises President Trump made during his campaign, in often harsh tones, was that he'd crack down on illegal immigration from Mexico. Today, I want to talk about another president who targeted Mexican immigrants decades earlier, Herbert Hoover. That shameful time in history was buried and forgotten. That is, until a relatively unknown politician named Joseph Dunn, then a state senator from California, began researching the events more than 15 years ago. Dunn was horrified by what he found. It all started in 1931, at the height of the Great Depression, when Hoover launched a program that resulted in the illegal deportation of nearly 2 million people. Of those people, Dunn found that around 60% were U.S. citizens. The so-called repatriation program included passing local laws forbidding government employment to anyone of Mexican descent, even legal permanent residents and U.S. citizens. President Hoover's slogan for the program was American Jobs for Real Americans. Dunn says that was code for getting rid of people of Mexican descent who weren't considered true Americans. The Hoover administration began reimbursing localities for enacting his program, and major companies, including Ford, U.S. Steel, and the Southern Pacific Railroad, colluded with the government by laying off thousands of workers. According to Francisco Balderrama, the co-author of a book about the program, Mexicans were scapegoated for the Great Depression. Officials claimed that deportation of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans would create more jobs. They also said this group was overwhelming welfare offices and charities. But that claim was totally false, as Mexicans made up less than 10% of relief recipients nationwide. Local law enforcement started rounding up people in parks, hospitals, markets, and social clubs, cramming them onto chartered trains and depositing them across the border. Fear began overtaking Mexican communities nationwide in the early 1930s. On February 26, 1931, hundreds gathered at La Placita Park in the heart of Los Angeles' Mexican community. They were enjoying a sunny afternoon. Then panic swept through the crowd. A large group of plainclothes officers entered the park armed with guns and batons, and dozens of flatbed trucks circled the perimeter. According to Dunn's research, officers rounded up anyone with brown skin. About 400 people were lined up and asked to show proof of legal entry and citizenship of the United States. Immigrants and citizens alike who could not produce proper documentation were detained. Dunn said some were put on the trucks and sent to the city's main railroad station. Once there, they were ordered onto trains and taken deep into Mexico. Los Angeles authorities planned the raid at La Placita Park as a scare tactic to motivate the population to flee to Mexico, even though many of them were born in the United States. The deportations had traumatizing, lifelong effects, especially on children who only knew the United States as their home. With so many Mexican and Mexican-Americans forced to leave the country, 
there were few voices protesting this mass removal. And trade unions, the Communist Party, and other groups protecting workers were all in favor of saving jobs for whites in the United States. The deportations continued well into the 1930s, even after Democrat Franklin Delano Roosevelt took office in January 1933. Roosevelt never officially revoked the American Jobs for Real Americans campaign, but by FDR's presidency, it was being carried out solely by local governments that acted on their own, though his administration did nothing to stop them. The United States has never apologized for its treatment of Mexican immigrants and citizens during the Great Depression. In 2005, Dunn tried to do something about it. He put forward legislation in the California State House calling for his own state to officially apologize. It was called the Apology Act. The legislation was enacted the following year. The law also called for installing a memorial where the raid on La Placita took place in Los Angeles. As for the Apology Act itself, Dunn says it was mostly symbolic. Now no one, he said, can say it never happened. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Diane Bernard, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.